This video is a collaboration between Silicon Curtain and Ukraina. Ukraina is a media project aimed at advocating within the mass media for Ukrainian culture, geography, and history. It's a physical and digital magazine that provides a way for Ukrainians to rethink their historical and cultural DNA. It contains rich images and deep articles on the ethnic, geographic, and anthropological features of Ukraine, and aims to be a significant project for Ukrainians and foreigners to discover their country. But this video is dedicated to Russia's ecocide, the sabotage of the Kohovka Dam, which is most likely to have been carried out by the Russians. Many of the staff of Ukraina are now on the ground helping locals trying to rescue residents, animals, and protect lives. That includes the founder of the magazine and one of its reporters, Vitaly Pabirizhny. Vitaly kindly recorded some answers to questions I sent him in between the humanitarian work that he's doing on the ground. I asked, what could we say for certain about the Russian planning and preparations for this unnatural catastrophe, this terrorism, why it was launched now, when rumours that Russia had mined the dam surfaced already last year. And of course, whether the sabotage is connected to the anticipated Ukrainian success in the counteroffensive. Vitaly, in this recorded reportage, helps to describe the situation on the ground amongst residents, the elderly and infirm, as well as animals. And he describes the horrific situation of people who are trapped in the occupied territories who are also experiencing catastrophic flooding, but not getting support from the Russians who are occupying those territories. Although Vitaly could not confirm whether Russian troops are blocking residents from leaving the occupied territories, there are rumours that this is the case. And crucially, we asked Vitaly how it's possible for people to help. Now, there will be some links in this video. If you want to donate to the relief effort, these are purely Ukrainian charities and organizations that we're putting into this video. And I strongly encourage you to support them if you are going to donate rather than international organizations, which do not seem to be helping on the ground at this point in the crisis. And now we'll go into Vitaly's reportage, which will be played without any interruptions or questions. Well, for me, it's very well known and proved by Ukrainian reconnaissance that uh, Russian army have mined Kahovka Dam with uh, TNT in October 2022. So they prepared this catastrophe in the previous year and I think they were just waiting when it would be the right moment to destroy the dump. Um, I think they did it now because they really expect Ukrainian counteroffensive. And as we can see from the intensified fightings in the East, it really begins. So to stop the offense, the uh, counteroffensive campaign and to block Ukrainian army, at least from one, di one direction, they exploded dump because it makes the river bigger and it makes it more difficult for Ukrainian army to cross it and to get to the left bank of Dnipro river. Actually, it's impossible to cross it with the army with tanks because you cannot 
launch any temporary bridge to cross the river and now it slows down Ukrainian army and I think that's exactly the reason why Russians have exploded the dam. But apart from this uh, military perspective, we see that this is a big humanitarian disaster because a lot of uh, villages and city of Kherson on the right bank and Novokhovka and other villages on the left bank of Dnipro are flooded. Some people get stuck especially on the left bank of the river because Russia didn't prepare any evacuation. Russian administration, so-called administration on the occupied territories didn't warn civilians about what they're going to do. And now when it happened, when uh, part of Novokhovka and other villages are flooded, Russians just ignore these and people get stuck on the floor, on the roofs of their houses. And that's just horrible because to compare these to what's going on in Ukraine, on the right bank, volunteers, uh, police, rescuers, all together do everything to rescue not only people that get stuck, but also animals. I'm now in uh, Harrison and I've been today to the flooded part of the city and I saw volunteers, police and rescuers working together on uh, boats and they were just bringing to the shore cages with the dogs one by one. Each two minutes there's new cage and a new boat with a, a new dog arrives and that's the fourth day of the this disaster and volunteers and rescuers still continue to help and that's fascinating and the people on the left bank of Dnipro they got so disappointed and so badly treated by Russians that we have cases of Ukrainian volunteers uh, I'm not sure about this one but I heard that Ukrainian volunteers uh, crossed uh, the river to rescue people from the left bank, from the occupied territory. But I'm pretty sure about the case when the family had left uh, Olashke. This is a town on the left bank of Dnipro, occupied by Russians. And they left it on a boat and they uh, made it with oars to the to Harrison to Ukrainian territory and I plan to meet them and uh, wonder what life in the occupation for one and a half year have been because that's just horrible to get stuck there with and to be so so badly treated and we see that, that people get so desperate that they try to cross the river by themselves just to get out because uh, this occupied territory, it seems to be just a big prison for for civilians with no rules, no right, no perspective for business, for career. A lot of people have united to help Kherson and to help other villages, settlements that got flooded. And these uh, volunteers and uh, administration and we work in a very good cooperation and I uh, arrived in Harrison today in the morning 
today it's uh, 9th of June and this is the fourth day of the disaster and still here's a lot of volunteers working bringing humanitarian aid rescuing civilians animals and uh, simultaneously Russian artillery continues to shell her son and when I arrived in the morning it was relatively quiet but then closer to the noon the shelling began and it went on for the whole day and even in the in the evening I've been working with my laptop writing a short article about what's going on I was shrugging sometimes uh, from uh, the sound of explosions far away and uh, they flooded us they made a big ecological disaster and during this time they continued to kill civilians yesterday they shelled the flooded area where rescuers were saving lives this was not confirmed officially but my colleagues saw one dead uh, body in the water in Harrison yesterday there's also a question about how people uh, can help for example people from abroad you can uh, help sharing information about this disaster and sharing the adequate position because there's uh, uh, so far no recognition if Russia or Ukraine exploded the dam and on the day when it happened I read articles on New York Times uh, Washington Post if I'm not mistaken BBC and none of them confirm that Russia exploded the damp which actually is obvious because Ukraine has no reason to flood its own territory I also saw pro-Russian propagandists in USA convincing uh, people that Ukraine exploded the damp which is just uh, ridiculous for me and very very insulting so please if you can uh, share information about this disaster and explain that Russia have done these because they have exact reason reasons for this because they fear Ukrainian counteroffensive and making the river broader flooding a lot of territory they freeze the moves of Ukrainian army and make it impossible for a short while to uh, cross the river and actually maybe not a short, a short while because today it's the fourth day of the flooding and the, the water uh, gets a little bit grows down but very very slowly and it, it would take at least a week I think to for river to return to its uh, usual ordinary pace and it really gives them some time and that's their motivation which is obvious I think and uh, if you want to help Ukraine please share the adequate position arguments about about the truth about that Russia uh, destroyed the damp and caused an ecological disaster and also you can donate I think you can find 
Bohdan Lohvenanko on Twitter if you really curious and he has a PayPal wallet and you can uh, donate him he's my CEO uh, in Ukraine and uh, yeah he gathers money for humanitarian aid to uh, those who lost uh, home due to the flooding Although the actions in the destruction of the dam are not surprising, they are nonetheless deeply shocking and deeply traumatic. They will also impact the relationship between Ukrainians and Russians for generations to come. There'll be much bitterness and resentment towards Russia over the subsequent generations. And I asked Vitaly to comment on this. I also put the question to him whether there is evidence of international organizations on the ground assisting in the relief work. But based on his first-hand account, he's only seen local Ukrainian organizations actually helping people on the ground in the areas where he has been operating. And all these events cause Ukrainians to feel a great resentment towards Russians because all of our crimes that Russian army caused, uh, admitted, and all... Uh, all it proves that it is not just a war, it's a genocide. And we as a nation would not forgive Russians killing us. And each Russian is responsible for this because they created this monster. They voted for Putin. And if they weren't able to stop this on time, if they weren't able to rally against dictatorship, this is their collective fault and friendly relationships between Ukraine and Russia would be impossible for a very long time because I see how how children grow up now and they live in this state of war and they learn about Russia, about real bloody face of Russia from the childhood. And Russia should be responsible for everything it admits in Ukraine for each war crime and each killed person and all the soldiers responsible for this should be known, trialed and put in itself should be jailed and uh, reparations should be paid and even after this Ukrainians would have a great tra trauma with Russians they would have to deal with. I hope you found this video useful despite the traumatic subject and please do check out the links in the description. And as I said before, if you are going to donate, your money will go much further if it's to validated local charities rather than the larger international ones.